Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cow Daily. We're back, and I'm happy to be. Trust me, more than happy to be. Tell you what we'll do, though. We'll bang some Ravi on just while people join the stream. We've got a fun-packed um, lineup for you today. The main thing I think, the most important thing, is hoisties. Hoisties run the heed. Donut on your football pitch when me horse walk head. Obviously, um, locals will know I'll be skirting a tightrope of the things that can be said or can't be said because <laughs> obvious reasons like but uh however we could not cover it man i grew up in that area man like this is about as like local to me as you like this is brilliant national news and everything the heat i've been looking for ways to illustrate the people right how raj gateshead is right raj Hoisty donuts. I'm gonna spin your horse around my football pitch. Nothing else needs to be said. Where Raja than you are, ha ha. Anyway, <laughs> hi. We're gonna talk about climate change as well, and um, also like the Labour Party, which is, I think, far less important than these hoisties. Really, it is. Um, I was howling. And look, we'll get into it later. And I get there was kids there and all that. But however, man, that's fucking hilarious. That's, oh, man, I swore. Sorry, YouTube gods. I swore. So he was about, Leon's about. Nice to see you, pal. Zoe's in. E, right back at you. Carlos is a boot. E, right back at you. Let me know where, where you are in the comments, who you are, where you're from, all that. See if you know what a hoisty is and that. Ha ha. Get the hoisties doing you anyway. We're going to bag some rabbi on while people join the stream, aren't we? Because I, quite frankly, need some lemon balm tea. Yeah, get to get that in here before the hoisties start in a bit. Hoisties, tell where you are, where you're from. Also, you leave an early like on the stream. Apparently, like if you leave one early, it really helps you do whatever these things are meant to do. So, if you leave an early like, well, I have some lemon balm tea. That'd be tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. Don't forget about Hoisty Dre. I haven't forgotten about him. I'll never forget about Hoisty Dre, me. No matter where I'm from, where I'm doing, Gateshead's always in me heart. Anyway, quick vape will be done. Right, see you there, Abby. We've got hoisties in that talk. <laughs> see who else in the comments before we crack on. Lizanne's in. Nice to see you, mate. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm going to talk about it during part of the climate change thing because it's actually why I've been knackered. So I think it's just as we start off with one new one, we need to be doing doing that. And I'll use my own personal situation to illustrate what's going on. Also, I've just had to set this up again this morning in the studio because we're not in a regular spot at the minute. So if you could let us know if it sounds all right and whatever, um, it's just, yeah, every time you set it up, it's it's needed. So if you could, that would be sound. Jono's in. Ahoy, right back at you, sir. Jez Hunt, the king of philanthropies in the house. Um, there's still money for one more um, COVID filter, HEPA filter. So if you know anybody deserving, clinically vulnerable, all of that, get in touch. We've had this sorted before now, but it also coincided with um, obviously me taking a little break. So still on the radar, big up Jez Hunt. 
the king of the world, um, still enough money that he's kindly donated for uh, somebody clinically vulnerable to have a HEPA filter. So please get in touch. You can do that via milkthecowpodcast at gmail.com or just via inboxes and whatever, but I'll likely get back to you quick after your email is. So please, any show business, use the email address. Duncan Paler, king of writing, good morning all, just chilling with the car on charge. Hey, you absolute tree-hugging hippie. Somebody should come and hoist you that off your man, you bloody tree-hugger. Harder to heart. Emily's saying it sounds good. Jez is saying it sounding groovy. Big Gem Durden, greatest kid ever, some would say. What a lovely lad, saying morning. Everybody should be happy. And it's well seen. He's never tuned in before. As soon as the word hoist, he's mentioned. No surprise, Gem, straight up in the live chat, all up in the video, waiting for his hoisties. Can you hear them church bells in the distance? Listen. Atmospherics. Probably next to a NATO firing rage as well. So if you hear some like um what sound honestly sounds like some black ops like rail guns that haven't been like I've never heard noises like that. Sometimes in the middle of the night, the cheeky get. Saw the uh, platoon, one of them, special forces and that, running past me when I went to take the recycling the other day. And they were like, bonjour, bonjour. I was like, all right, hired killers. <laughs> How are you doing? Any chance of getting, keeping the noise down, lad? I would have said if I wasn't utterly intimidated by the whole scenario. But anyway, big up Jem Durden. Tune in for his hoisties and that. Hoisties coming later. The less important stuff is this, clearly. Uh, at Dan, Dan Evans on Twitter, climate change is rapidly being framed as a culture class war with the state progressive elites on one side and the people on the other. It's certainly possible to circumnavigate this, but seems unlikely that left movements in Europe will be able to even understand it. The reason I want to bring this up, I honestly feel that um, left movements, sorry, them church bells are still going off, but will persevere. I've timed them the last three minutes, taking the piss again, Christianity and war straight up in your face, living around here. But anyway, um, they've made it into a, a sort of culture war thing. And obviously it's like about our very existence. This... Um, thing I've just read out was a quote tweet from a Herald Scotland article which says Patrick Harvey who's a green MSP in Scotland is set to penalize owners of fossil fuel boilers and a shake-up of energy efficiency standards under a massive transition to how people heat their homes so I brought the reason I brought this up is right people are buying into this they're being dragged into it as a sort of culture war thing you've just got to look at the ULES thing with Labour and the Uxbridge by-election which we'll touch on in a bit we would have done a deep dive but we're having a bit of a time off last week so Labour can kiss our ass so reject the framing we say this a lot on here reject the framing the left I can't speak really about Europe, but in the UK, absolutely missing an action, doing like internal hand-wringing. And part of that is cultural engineers have given the left so many wedge issues, um, trans issues, women's issues, and had them pit them against each other, um, climate just being one of them as well, that people are fighting these things on a culture war basis because that's all the right have. They don't. They can't actually talk on the facts. I mean, you'd, you'd be forgiven for thinking otherwise. Elon Musk's Twitter is absolute bin fire at the minute, amplifying all this like far right climate denial shit. We'll touch on a slight bit on that later in terms of Dutch farmers. Stick around. <laughs> anyway, 
we'll touch on it now. This from Euractiv. Cracks appear in Dutch opposition of a nitrogen transition fund, right? reason I bring this up, last year I was in Holland and I was speaking to somebody and they brought up the so-called green agenda, which is basically the sort of, how would you say, um, climate denialism and brought it up with the whole chest just at a sort of party. So I, like, I asked them, like, and they were talking about the Dutch farmers and the basic background of that is, Holland's a very small country, as we know, but in terms of agricultural exports, it rivals the United States. So you can imagine all of that nitrogen and cows and everything in that short, small space, i.e. Holland, the Netherlands, and the impact that that's having on the landscape. Now, I'm in the French countryside at the minute. You smell all the normal smells and all of that. Um, I've been in the Dutch countryside a lot over the years. I was there last year, and it stinks stinks and i suppose if you're there all the time you don't realize how much it stinks but it's stinking stinking and the point is with this i said to those people i says yeah obviously these things are occurring um like you know i was being sympathetic to them that live in the dutch countryside after all and i was like isn't there a transition fund and i was like nah typical dutch there's no transition fund there's always been a transition fund. I just didn't know enough about it at the time. And my point is when things are dragged into a cultural war frame, it's the sin of omission. They'll leave things out. So basically, here's the crack. Opposition parties criticize the government for indecisiveness in handling the country's ongoing nitrogen crisis, whilst advocating for different approaches as lawmakers and parliament debated potential financing methods for a nitrogen transition fund. The proposed fund worth 24.3 billion, that's slightly larger than zero that I was told it was, is aimed at facilitating the buyout of farmers and increasing the sustainability of those that remain in business. Previously, the Christian Democrat-ish appeal, CDA, which forms part of the government coalition, had questioned the coalition's goal of cutting nitrogen emissions in half by 2030, a key point of the coalition agreement. The point of bringing this stuff up is, and there will be hoisties later, everybody, is, again, framing. Like, the left are fighting this on the right framing, and the right are going to bat for, obviously, fossil fuels, um, producers, oil companies, all of those things. I mean, they have children, too, and they live on this planet, so that's weird, but, you know, what you can do. So... Um, something else I wanted to talk about as well. Why have I been having a week off? Um, I mean, I touched on it on the last thing that we put out. I'm fatigued as hell. Like, really, really not well with this. And obviously, you know, um, long-term people will know I can't mess around with my health. So, on the screen, when will the jet stream move? How the stagnant winds are causing global heat waves and what will happen next? The UK has had a cool and wetter July with temperatures way below the upper 30s and early 40s being seen in Europe. The reason I'm bringing this up is, right, as soon as it like rains and it's hot anywhere else, like here, <laughs> absolute divvies in the UK are like, oh, hi, hi, where's your global warming now? Um, I've had more than one climate scientist say this to us when I've spoken to them. The worst mistake that was made in the 80s was calling it global warming. Um, climate emergency, climate change, fair enough. So what happens is, right, where, where the jet stream sits below it, where I am currently, it's absolutely and utterly unlivable. We've been in, like sheltering in place in the, in the house for over a week. 
and um, we've had back-to-back heat waves, which we've started naming so people understand the severity of them, like storms. Um, currently today, it's overcast um, because there was a thunderstorm which actually broke this last night. Do you remember when thunderstorms seemed to always like break that weather system and it would cool down? That's not always the case now. And um, seriously, I'm absolutely done in with this. You can't function. A lot of it's um, about minimum temperatures rather than maximum in terms of how it affects you. And I just feel like I have to talk about this because in the UK, what we're seeing is is all this rain and rainstorms because it's on the cooler side of the jet stream. It's on the other side, but it's so um, off its note because of, of the climate change. So anyway, Southern Europe is struggling with wildfires and health warns as second heat wave Sharon brings scorching temperatures to the region. Uh, what I've loved is the way they've named these. Sharon is some kind of thing that drags you off to the, uh, the underworld. Uh, Cerberus, the name of the other one, is this three-headed beast from Dante's Inferno, which similarly drags you off to the underworld. Um, so it goes on. Parts of the US and Asia are also experiencing extreme heat and its environmental consequences this summer. Meanwhile, the UK has had a cooler and wetter July with temperatures way below the upper 30s and early 40s being seen in Europe. Honestly, we'd rather have that. Would rather. You can go outside more. So anyway, sometimes the jet stream's movement is very straight and smooth, but at other times it can buckle and loop. At present, it is the latter configuration with five big loops around the Northern Hemisphere, which are holding high pressure across Europe and North Africa, Central Asia and Southeast Asia, and parts of North America. In Europe, the loop means a mass of hot weather is trapped over southern parts of the continent, Italy, Spain, Greece, and Turkey, leading to the back-to-back heat waves, which have been named Cerberus and Sharon. Sharon. So anyway, just going on. Uh, in extreme heat, summer heat, or in prolonged periods of outdoor exposure to hot temperatures, our bodies work over time to regulate how we feel. It takes massive amounts of energy to maintain a normal and consistent body temperature, more so on very hot days. All this energy use can cause us to feel tired and sluggish. I've had some kind of low-level heat exhaustion for a while, um, and I just got to the point, like just speaking from a personal perspective about how all this is affecting us, where I just couldn't think because I was so tired. I've been woken up with the heat, um, so is my partner and the dogs actually every night for a while, and over time it just rinses you clean. Like I'm all all right sort of the day, but this is how tired I am. You know, like I don't do caffeine. I'm back on coffee, back drinking coffee, just to try and like function because I've got to earn money. <laughs> Look, it's even got coffee break on it. Um, it's not going to last. I mean, like, I'm certainly not throwing the caffeine down because I don't want to trigger off some mad anxiety thing. But these are the the plates you've got to spin when you're in these extremes. And I heard it said the other day, right, by somebody who's qualified to say it, this now is the coolest summer we'll ever experience for the rest of our lives. And I don't mean cool in terms of the fonds, clearly. I mean, in terms of, like, <laughs> the temperature. Now, Listen, we're going to have to adapt, right? Because in mainland Europe, um, let's take Spain, right? Spain have um, been designing their houses around the weather for a long time, hundreds of years, but obviously it's got better and better. I saw something recently where um, with climate change, houses, the ambient temperature inside a house will um, rise probably around 2.1 degrees centigrade. Double that if you're in the UK because the houses aren't designed for hot weather. So in terms of resilience towards what's coming and what's here, 
UK houses, man, it's going to be even worse, even worse than what I'm describing, simply because of how it feels. And you've got to stay inside, like 35 degrees plus, or even less than that with people who aren't acclimatized at first. It's going to wreck you. Seriously, I'm not built for this shit. Like, neither are you. I mean, we do adapt, right? But I just, even with hydration sachets, I just can't seem to get hydrated. You, you say it all the time. I drink water all the time because I train. I haven't been able to train. So that's then leading to like mental health issues in terms of like just feeling like really low and bouncing off the walls like it's like lockdown. You'll, you'll put yourself in lockdown. If you're sitting here like being skeptical about this, trust me, you, you'll not, you can't fight the sun. You can't be all big and hard about the sun. It's not going to happen. It's going to do you in. Like I got out of the car like on one of the hottest days, right? Because we had to go go and get water. We just had to. And uh, I was sick in my mouth when I got out of the car because of the difference in temperature. Like it just hit us completely. Um, it was the same a week before. Uh, I was literally sick because I walked off a roof terrace into the uh, room underneath it, and that wasn't aircon or anything. Like these old older buildings here, even and they're just not air. This isn't an air conditioned house. You've got to like get up super early, walk your dog. Right? This doesn't matter if you've had an hour's sleep. You're getting up, or you, your dog's bouncing off the wall all day in the house you're not leaving. And um, once you've done that, you're stuck in the house. You're not getting new doors, windows shut. You've got to clue, like leave your windows and doors open. Get what cool air if it if it's available. Close all that up. Done. If you've got aircon, you put that on. You run it. You add into the climate crisis. We're stuck. Mad, isn't it? This is the situation we're in, though, and I don't think people realise. So I thought I'd tell you before I talk about hoisties, hoisties, the most important thing. <coughs> this is at Deborah Meaden off Dragon's Den. Roads is burning. What really matters is not that a tourist playground burns, it's the animals burned, wildlife lost and nature destroyed. But our headlines talk of cancelled flights and holidays. If we think this is inconvenient, you wait to see the inconvenience of climate refugees, lack of food and water, floods, droughts and more. Let's just carry on, leave that to our kids to deal with. Um, I've seen that myself. I've went to southern Spain, coast of Andalusia. I was talking to a lad the other week from um, sub-Saharan Africa, Sudan, and um, yeah, he's made his way. To where he's from, it's unlivable. Um, he can't make a living. <laughs> and that's now. Like the, work, the more it gets, the more it gets in terms of like climate. Like, do you honestly think... All of our um, governments have got is culture war bullshit. This they can't just keep doing what politicians have always done and just store problems up for the. Well, they can. That's what they do. I mean, like that's what sociopaths do because that's where we're at now. However, man, the absolute state of the world and these assholes are arguing. I mean, look at this, right? For audio people, what does a heat do? There's a graph on the screen. If you really want to know, because we've got to get on to the time about the important stuff like hoisties, just pause the video or go to www.youtube.com forward slash cow daily. That's youtube.com forward slash cow daily and pause the video, look into it for yourself. Here's another one, bit of a uh, dialed in one. I'm not going to talk it through because like for audio, people like watching paint dry, me trying to explain a graph, but that one's from the Washington Post. Go and check it out. Anyway. High night temperatures, people don't talk about these, and they should. And, you know, I can understand why in the UK, because they're very rarely over, like, the 20-degree mark. 
seriously over an extended period, right? Once it's over 20 degrees, you're done. I don't care who you are, you are done. It's going to do you in. So this is from The Guardian. When we suffer high night temperature, it can lead to alteration and deprivation of sleep due to necessary processes of thermoregulation. In consequence, it erodes human sleep, which will increase with climate change since minimum temperatures are increasing more rapidly. In this context, we have to keep in mind that in urbanized areas, we observe the urban heat island, higher temperatures than outlying areas, which contributes to high night temperature records. Um, I read Paris is the, the worst city for this in Europe in terms of like a heat bowl where the heat just doesn't dissipate, just about how it was designed back in the day and where it's situated. So anyway, the Guardian goes on. We pay a lot of attention to the maximums, but we forget about the minimums. Excess heat during the night increases mortality risks during extreme temperatures. High night temperatures along with high diurnal temperatures can result in prolonged thermal stress, which is aggravated by the fact that the human body is prevented from nocturnal rest. This morning in Madrid, the recorded minimum temperature was 25.2 degrees centigrade, which is not only a tropical night, I usually use definition, it is already an equatorial night plus 25 degrees C. Um, so that's like similar to what it is in South in Sudan, places like on the equator. In recent study, we estimate the mortality risk independent of diurnal temperatures of 26% for a high excess index, even a 12% risk for long duration of this kind of heat excess. So basically what I can talk about, what that feels from a personal perspective, horrible, horrible. I feel like I'm just churned inside out. I've not had a full night's sleep in, as long as I can remember. And um it start. It was starting to just erode my mental health, and that's why I, I took a week off because I just couldn't deal with it. Now times that by millions of workers going forward. Um, they're talking about it, obviously in Italy and Spain, and um, you know, you can't have these like this right wing climate denying governments who know that you know it's real, but there's a lot of conspiracy theories flying around, and that's a big voting block, isn't it? So that's the problem that we're facing right now. If like seriously, what I'm asking you to do, because it's not just a whinge. If you see this, like where you're from, um, and people are like, you're at a party, and somebody starts talking about the green agenda, um, get into them. Get into them. Like, well, lives depend on it. Um, bad people are allowing people like that to like spout lies and nonsense, and it's just kind of got go on, man. Like, how can it? It's up to us, though, because like they own all of the media companies. So it's why we're trying to build one. So if you want to help, go to P to the A to the T to the R, E to the O to the N dot com. Cow Daily forward slash. Probably should do that properly. Patreon.com forward slash Cow Daily. If you want to support our work, go to P to the A to the T, R to the O to the N forward slash Cow Daily. Link for a one-off donation, PayPal in description. Cheers, war kids. A little bit of Ravi because I just need to like, I'm not knackered. I'm drinking coffee again. Mad. I, I just have to, though, because I'm so done in. So we need a rabbi break. Yeah, we're gone. Hey, coffee, man. It's absolutely horrible. It's the only way I'm going to be able to um, perform at any level at the minute and do what puts the heat in me radiator and food in me belly. It's lifting, and I'd hope it got better by now, the weather, but it just hasn't. Horrible. Horribles. Hagar. Check this meme. Mint doing it. Captain Planet. At this point, destroying capitalism is self-defense. Change my mind. Can't. Sorry, Captain Planet. Um, Sky News, just the day. Breaking TUI. said flights are operating as normal to roads. Um, 
do you think it's got anything to do with the first uh, Captain Planet meme? At this point, destroying capitalism is self-defense. I've read a few of these, right? These um, holiday companies are letting people go into these danger zones. I was reading some um, guy on Twitter, love holidays or something. Like these hotels being evacuated and they're still telling them, yeah, come. Also the foreign office, yeah, just go. Are you trying to tell me this isn't down to the fact that um, these holiday companies, right, have lost a gang of cash over the COVID um, lockdowns? So they're letting people fly, this lad with his kids, into this, or he loses all his money, thousands of pounds. Are you trying to tell me this Captain Planet at this point destroying capitalism self-defense change my mind meme isn't the most bang on thing you've ever fucking seen i'll read that again tui said flights are operating as normal to a place which is fucking on fire if we haven't like already worked out people who tune into cow daily on the regulars we've definitely worked this one out chaps haven't we but shouts to the fucking live chat every time by the way you lift me up, yeah, lifting us up in that. Shouts to yous, though. Without yous, my head would be absolutely super ruined instead of just ruined, which is, you know, the average setting for 2023. It doesn't make us abnormal. Comments from years. Let's see what the sayings from the people. Jez Hunt, the king. Don't forget, there's still a... Uh, Jez Hunt funded COVID filter available. Milk Cow Podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch. Nominate somebody. Jez Hunt, it's almost as if the movers and shakers of the right get oil money kickbacks, much like poverty. It's a human issue. We die no matter your politics. Absolutely spot on, Jez Waff. He goes on. It's rained constantly for a month here. Everywhere else is on fire. This is how summer will be now. Fiddling whilst roads burns. I really like fiddling whilst roads burns. That's a beautiful turn of phrase. Have I thought about being a storyteller? <laughs> Jez is saying, nerd facts, Cerberus is the three-headed town that guards Hades, the underworld. His name translates as Spotted. He's a dog called Spot. That is mint. I've, I honestly love you because you come with the absolute belters. A dog called Spot. That Actually, I wish I'd known that last week when it was like really ruining my life. Leanne saying, glad you're talking about this. Worst thing we ever did, calling it global warm. Wrong terminology totally. Right back at you, mate, definitely. But I now you're tuning in for this hoisty talk, so stop trying to like finagle it like you care about climate change. Not just messing. But you're definitely in for the hoisties. I saw you like on Facebook. Hoisties, are you from the heat? Let me know. Because you'll not all about hoisties. You you should chip in, help us. Let, let we tell people about the heat. Zoe Jarrett, a second, everything is saying about surviving in the heat. And this is the thing as well, you'll know this all the more. Um, people with clinical vulnerabilities get affected more by climate change and this persistent amount of heat, particularly the 20 degrees minimums. So watch out. Who's this? It's die the year you know. Nice. Westminster Cabal has reached a plan for climate change, but it's absolute word salad. Totally un unsurprising. Leanne is saying, my dad says this when folk don't put sunscreen on. Why are you thinking you're harder than the sun? That's what it is. And this is probably like, you know, probably from the same area. That's um, what my family say. Think you're harder than the sun, yeah. But this is the thing now. People literally do think they're harder than the sun because of this like <laughs> far right climate denialism intertwined with this kind of Nietzschean Superman bollocks, which they have to do when they put forward one of these so-called hard men people like Orban, Trump, 
all them. So it's very much intertwined with one of the threads we talk about in Cow Daily a lot, which is Steve Bannon and his cultural engineers. James is up. Nice to see you, pal. Guessing you're not in the heat at the minute as well. Shitty, pissy rain for about a week solid. Absolutely not, mate. Um, I'm not. Heading that way, but not. Leanne, my whole face will be complaining about the heat on the night when we get it. Knee one sleeps. You're definitely from the heat. You're here from hoisties. You've got knee one. Ha, sprung. You love a hoisty, you. Hoisties. Me one, the heed. I know my people. I know who we are. Paul Elliott, love that lad. Have to go to work, mean, so we'll catch up on the hoisty chat after. I tell you, everybody's here for hoisties. Is love a hoisty? Should be ashamed of yourself. Our planet's becoming unlivable, and you want to type with some raggies donating a hoisty round my end. And to be honest, so do I. Right. Any more? Any more? Ashley, nice. Strange how people can't understand why people are spending millions to propagate denial conspiracy to protect the billions of profits of fossil fuel companies. Ashley knows. Ashley's got it dead right. That's exactly what's going on. Um, and thank you for putting that so succinctly in a sentence. Jem's still about. He doesn't care about climate change either. Jez Nas, he says, definitely cares about a heisty. Slaz, I'll read Saz, just read it as you were on. I wouldn't worry about it, Slaz. You've not missed anything important. We're about to do the hoisty chat. <laughs> right, hold on a minute. Let me see. I'll just get like all the hoisties lined up. Hoisties. What we got? Bink. How are you, man? Streamyard, what are you doing? Right, I don't even care about Labour. Fuck the Labour Party, they're all cunts. Basically, false hope is worse than no hope. Labour won't make promises it can't keep, says Wes Street, and look like an absolute glim in The Guardian. Um, I don't even want to talk about them today, so you know what we're going to do? Fuck them off. You want to know what like continued lack of hope they're spinning is like pragmatism or being sensible? Just go and read every bit of mass media everywhere who's given the likes of Streeting a fucking back rub. Fuck the Labour Party. Um, if you if you consider voting for them, you hate having a livable planet and you hate hoisties. That's you. Anyway, hoisties. Get up the hoisties from the audio people. That's the ground. Now called Dunstan UTS. Anybody worth a salt calls it Dunstan Fed. Hoisties. Now, I'm going to have to do the ultimate tightrope dance <laughs> and locals will know why around covering this story because <laughs> um it wasn't a prank <laughs> so i'm i'm listen the upshot is i didn't want my windows put in i'm not going to be dragged into this i don't want to have my kneecaps done none of these things are in but if you think i'm not talking about this absolute heist worth then you've got another thing coming. I support the club. I, I'm from that specific area. And I think it's hilarious. And like, look, I get it. There was bands there and you're about to hear them scream on this video, right? But I'm from Radstock. <laughs> I just can't not. This is fucking mint. Anybody who's trying to claim that this isn't funny can just kiss me ass. And if you don't know what it is, Watch this. There'll be a couple of spins of this. Check it. Hoisty. Hoist what? 
So I'm able to hoist it like walking. Ha ha. Yes, it again. Donuts. Donut me horse. Read the runs. I'm fucking hung on that walking. Ha ha. Yes, that's what you want. Masked men running. Alright, calling it clean off. Ha ha. Who's the gay? Get up. Check that madness suit, man. Hold on a minute. We've got to get rid of this hoisty. Stop with your hoisties, man. We're done. Right, hoisties no more. What do you make of the hoisties? Like, I, I have said this, right, recently, but I'll say it again for the purpose of this because the first show back. If there was cameras back in the day when we were growing up, the 90s, early 2000s, and even earlier than that, actually, this type of stuff, as much as it wasn't necessarily being ragdolled around the Dunstan Fed, you just have people ragdolling things around parks, football pitches, this kind of thing. Now, it's not part of some mad phenomenon. It is actually linked to an ongoing, um, choose me words carefully, um, gangland dispute in the area, which has been played out on YouTube. So you won't need me to give you the details. Just go on YouTube and you will find a variety, a smorgasbord, of people within that, shall we say, YouTube sector of true crime telling you all about this. So I'm certainly not doing that because um, fear. <laughs> Let's just have it right. Actual fear. I'm not doing it. But look at the hoisties, man. Absolutely. I can't not. I grew up in the 90s in the Northeast. Got to talk about the hoisties. Anyway, follow at Matty J. Hewitt. He covers Gated games and things like that. But he was there, obviously, and he says, Gated match against Dunstan called off after an incident at half time. Two cars driven on the pitch with masked men getting out and leaving a hearse on the pitch. Police in attendance. I really think, Matty, you should put a hashtag hoisty on the end of that. You've let the side down. Um, some quality memes flying about as well. It's that one where Coupler in bed. Over the woman, he's probably thinking of other girls. Where did the where did they get the hearse from? And I think anybody in the northeast is absolutely thinking, like, where did they get the hearse from? I spent far too much time thinking, has this like spoiled anybody's like funeral plans? Like, is there a problem? Like, like is somebody not going to be able to like be buried? Like all of this. So I put that out there, right? And somebody like actually did the work, and I can't remember who it was, but big up you, right? Uh, big up you. Went on the DBLA website and went, no, nah, I didn't worry about it. It's it's actually marked sown. It's off-road. <laughs> I love the attention to detail, me. I love, love the Cow Daily community. It's absolutely, absolutely yes, I just meant. <laughs> I can't even believe these things are, are occurring. Um, we'll have some more, shall we? Right, check this out. A Texas tune. Um, it's for audio people. It's when um, George W. Bush was being told that a second plane had hit the tower, you know, and he was reading the book upside down about the goats to the kids. Um, the, the caption being, A second car has entered the pitch at Dunstan. Seriously, though, right? Like, I love this. Here's another one. Substitute for Dunstan, number 10, Robin Van Hersey. Somebody's replied, Meanwhile, out of retirement and coming on for Gated, Franz Carr. Wonderful. Where I'm from, not just Gateshead, but the specific part of Gateshead trended in the United Kingdom. And there's a fly just landing on the peak of me cap. Get off us, man, you beast. Trending. We're famous kids. We did it, ma'am. 
We did it, ma'am. We got it. We're, we're trending for hoisties. Somebody's not just a hoistie, a hearse. Beautiful times for the for the heed. Also, um, big up to uh, Gateshead's rivals in El Trampico, which is the Gateshead FC versus Blythe Derby. That's El Trampico. Um, they've put a sign before that game yesterday or the day before. No hearses allowed. Brilliant. I love that type of crack. Well done, Blythe. Well done. Just brilliant. So anyway, the upshot of it is BBC.com. Four arrests arrested after Hearst Holt's Gateshead football match. What happened to these? Hey, I tell you what, the busies moved quick, didn't they? The preseason friendly between Dunstan and Gateshead on Friday was abandoned at halftime, blah, blah, blah. Well, now nah, this man. Northumbria police said three men, two aged 19 and one aged 32, had been arrested on suspicion of a fray. Well, didn't nah, this man. A man, 41, was held on suspicion of conspiracy to commit criminal damage. No idea. I have no idea who these people are. Nobody does. And I suggest people stay well away from talking about it. However, if you think we're not going to talk about hoisties being ragdolled about Dunstan Fed, whilst Gates said, who, by the way, played Newcastle United FC the week before, we are a proper professional football club. They had Kieran Trippier, Alan Saint-Maximin on the pitch and others. We almost beat them as well. Um, I wish I'd been around a crow about that. They um, were beating them 2-0, come back 3-2. The Heat are no joke. We're playing wonderful football. We'll also have more hoisties than you'll ever have in your fucking life, you dafty. Anyway, I think the best thing to do is show you this hoisty once again. Look at it, man. This is mint, man. Spin it! Get it spawned, you little dafty. Ha ha! Spin it! Bad thing is, I probably now nah, like most of the people stood by the sidelines in this video. Look at this man. People were thinking they came running out with them, but instead of guns, I think they were just batons, just for the record. Which you know is bad enough, and that people were absolutely freaking out as you can hear. Um, I mean, look at the end of the day, right? It's a bad old scene. If you were taking your bends along to that, I mean, that actual fixture, I wasn't in the area, but I go every year. Um, it's like a mad away game for Gated, but not being a, an away game. We've took um, my mate's disabled child to that specific game. I tell you what, I maybe wouldn't be thinking the same if I was there with this. But you know what it is? I wasn't, and I grew up in the nineties, so high stays, high stays, grab bags. Anyway, Jez Hunt, Twin Town in the north, in it. Definitely. Dave Slats. There's been a coffin hearse funeral theme for a couple of years. There certainly bloody is. Uh, previous guest on the show knows all about that, don't you, G? Jem <laughs> <laughs> Durden. Hilarious. Never left the playground. I remember the family mentioned rocking up to take over the... I'm not talking about this stuff, man. You can't be saying things like that and getting us to say that, Jem. I'm definitely reading your comments from now on. No, no jigsaw identification here, sir. We're not having people going around to my mom's. But if you want to be going around anybody's mom's, that's Jem Durden there. That's big Jem Durden. <laughs> Robin Van Hersey. Quality. Um, Slaz is saying, apparently it was... In the I'm not reading this out, man. Listen. Listen, lads. Dry grassing is a problem in, in communities, right? It's not our job to do the police's job. 
And it's certainly not our job to do the police's job because if the police do their job, they very rarely receive consequences from said people. But people like ourselves, lads, get that fly off me, get off. People like ourselves, lads, do, right? So watch what you're saying. Watch what you're saying. I'm I'm going <laughs> to... Jem's saying, ha-ha, knee bottle, you like. Right, that's Jem Durden from Washington, everybody. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, if you want to, you want that Fumar, Harold and Kumar, gone for it. I don't, not at all. I, well, I'll know who we're dealing with here. Let them play it out amongst themselves. But however, man, we have to talk about this now because, like, was it a friendly between the Heed and Dunstan? I mean, like, this type of stuff, right, being played out on social media is a madness to me. I mean, like, anybody growing up in the 90s, the people were, like, are still, everybody's feared. Like, we should operate on that basis just because it's been like like some kind of like crazy ass like YouTube thing as well. That element. It's still real. I love Jemmy. Haha, any 35 all the way. Right, stick your address on next or you're not a proper Raji and you want to take them Stone Island tops off your profile pictures as well. Jem, with your, I'm big and hard from any 35, me. Aye, you've just booked a flight to Rhodes. Eh? That's, we all know you're away, man. You're away. Anyway, Play it out one more time. Just the sounds of the heisty. Sounds of the 90s. Tell you what, I got some White Widow recently later. That was the smell of the 90s. I might um, have a blast of this after this, right? Bit of devil's lettuce, White Widow action. Well, talking about the sounds of the heisties. Make us feel confident in that because I grew up around this. It's like a pure trauma response to like mad shit like this. This fly's killing me. I'm going to absolutely destroy it after this. Trust me. Heisty. <laughs> He's mad. Little dafties. Oh, he's mad. This guy's Jem Durden. Probably driving it. Jem Durden. That's why he's been out doubling down in that. Hang on a minute, right? Jem, right? Jem. Is this why? Is this what you're part of this, aren't you, Jem? You're just like so hard yourself snitching. That's what it is. N-E-35 all the way. N to the E to the 3. 5 all the way. <laughs> I can't. Oh, man, that's class. Knee bottle, he says. Knee bottle. You read? When it comes to this, I'm having out. I don't know. If I had knee bottle, I wouldn't even be talking about it. Get back in your cage, ye. And actually, it's well seen. The first live show you've ever tuned into is about hoisties. You little Raji. Get more... Stonies, get your badge in on your bloody social media pictures and just be Raj, because you're Raj. Oh, hold on. What's he got to say now, little dafty? Back soon, big bunch of lads are put me in the suit. <laughs> Class, Leanne saying, I don't know where you're going. Leanne, howling at this podcast, man. Same, mate. Hope you're tuning again when we talk about like really important things like hoisties. Nobody should tune in when we're talking about like the fact that our planet's about to come unlivable. Because here's the thing: it'll be even more like Mad Max. Gates said is leading the way. <laughs> what we want though next time is for them to do that, but do it while the cars are on fire as some kind of mad street theatre to bring about um, awareness around climate change. Anyway, if you want to support work, go to the P to the A to the T R A O N dot com forward slash Cowdaily. That's Patreon.com forward slash Cowdaily. Also, PayPal, link in description. 
also on YouTube, there's some kind of dollar sign on the videos. Um, you can send us some money that way if you want to support what we're doing. Uh, Jez is saying quite rightly as well, Gem drove the hearse, pass it on. Uh, I think we already have because um, I'm sure our handlers at MI6 who tune in every day have passed this on to Northumbria Police Walkhead. Ha ha! Ha ha! Heisties! Heisties! Sounds of the 90s. Sounds of the 90s. I'm going to do some uh, White Widow through my eyeballs after this and then smell it off your nana's back. See ya! Heisties! Ha ha!